All right, guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast. This week, we kick off talking to Safira V, who is absolutely fantastic. We had a really, really good uh, chat with Safira. Um, she gave us an exclusive announcement that her brand new album is going to be released next year. Uh, and she told us a little bit about that. That is very, very exciting. Uh, we talked about football we talked about that's american football i don't really understand it but i let them talk and it was fun um, we talked about that we talked about uh music generally and her career and influences and people she's worked with and all sorts of stuff it was really really wide-ranging and really really good fun and then we go into a whole set of proper banging rock and roll tunes heavy stuff grungy stuff punky stuff and a little bit of acoustic stuff and it is really really superb you're gonna love part one this week I know you will, because you keep coming back for more. You keep listening to it. We appreciate it so much. You are, well, awesome. What else can I say? Absolutely awesome. Uh, And we love you. So thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Keep telling your friends. Uh, Keep shouting us out on social media. Keep reviewing. If you're on Apple Music or or, um, whatever the podcast thing is on Apple Apple Podcasts, uh, and you want to hit us up with a review, it takes like five seconds if you're logged in. Uh, and we'd really appreciate it because it helps with algorithm things that neither of us really understand. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, and thank you just generally for being amazing. Cheers, guys. And welcome to New Music Series. Myself, Dr. Bones, the Dr. Rock, and uh, many things, but not a medical doctor. And of course, with me, uh, as always, is my best friend and co-host, fashionably late, as he's known sometimes, Mike Fye. What's happening, Mike? <laughs> Good, man. I have you known I was here at two minutes to ten today. I was oh, no, you were early today. No, I, 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 it's like, are you... I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably should be here like 20 to 10. Yeah. <laughs> Some other day. How are you anyway? You right? Uh, very good, man. It's been a decent week. Uh, first week back work. I mean, I only had a week off, but still. But honestly, yeah. you know what? As, as much as I have the time off, I like getting back to the routine sort of thing. So. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I got a couple of my uh, band camp orders this week, and there's still more to come. It's like, literally, it's like Christmas every month. I'm getting something that either I remember I ordered or I forgot I ordered, like a vinyl or a t-shirt, that sort of thing. So... 
I got uh, my slow coat of vinyl this week, and I got my uh, pack uh, package from uh, Portobello Express with a little seven-inch vinyl. Oh, that's so good, yeah. so it was awesome. So uh, Betty put a nice note in there for me too, and it was great. I've listened to I've listened to the vinyl right, so it's pretty kick ass, and it's nice having it around, right? But uh, <laughs> other than that, um, for me, uh, I love uh, well North American football, right? So mm-hmm. and my team's the Lions, and I got my uh, one of the running backs' name is DeAndre Swift. So I got my jersey a couple days ago. Like yes, just in time for the start of the season this well tomorrow actually. So nice. Yeah. It was Thursday. Well, I mean, for Lions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I for meant my the, team too. Yeah, okay, right on. Well, I meant the Lions started is, is Sunday, but yeah, Dallas played on Thursday, right? Yes. Yes, that's what I guess. And, and lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I watched the, like the first half and then I watched highlights thereafter because I didn't have time to watch the rest of it, but so. No, nobody likes seeing Tom Brady win, but he actually did win Thursday night. But yeah. no one likes Dallas either. So yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> 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 actually, one year for the Super Bowl, as you know, I have a few animals. So with the dogs, they actually had party hats on that said, suck at Brady. <laughs> and they and posted it on Instagram. So <laughs> That is great. So but, should we introduce the third voice in the room? We should. So welcome our musical guest, <laughs> Sapphira V. Welcome to the show. Hi. Well, it's, it's I'm, great. I'm, Go ahead. I said I'm, I'm glad you're football fans because I actually, I'm, I'm in a fantasy football league. So I'm, I'm, uh, I root for the Bills. The Bills are my home team. Nice. But I actually have my own, my own team um, that uh, I, I had one player go Thursday and he did horrible. So I'm kind of hoping we can pull it out <laughs> tomorrow. Well, well, plenty of games left, right? <clears throat> oh yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's uh, um, I think it was one of the last games, uh, like well, uh, last one of the last season games uh, those played last year. I remember one that one that announcer saying because I haven't seen this in the gym since the Jim Kelly days. Like man, that's why it was a huge Bills fan. I love Jim Kelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we. So. Uh... All all the Buffalo fans miss him, you know. But he had a great crew with him too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Reed, you know, he had Bruce Smith. You know, I mean, just all all those guys. It was just it was a phenomenal team. We miss those days. Although they never they never did win a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, but they, they came close and lost the Cow- they almost the, did. lost the Cowboys, and that was yeah. Anyways, so let's get to the music and <laughs> I guess off sports. <laughs> on, we're, potentially we'll come back to that later, anyways. But. <laughs> There's a whole side podcast. Going yeah, on. right. Eh? I know. Sorry, I I'll get you. I'll get you guys off track like constantly. Oh no, that's well, we do it all the time. So it's it's, it's yeah. trust me, we're we're all hands at it. <laughs> we'll make that very easy for you to do. Don't worry. <laughs> so, how are you? How are things? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I I feel just like um you guys do with going back to uh going back to work. I I actually take like a lot of time off in the summer because um, right. I've been working with the same company for a long time. So I get a ton of vacation time. So I, I literally go part-time in the summer, which is great because I oh, can nice. like work on music and hang out by the pool and stuff. Um, so this past week, the week after, you know, Labor Day, I went back full-time. Oh. It's like, oh. <laughs> every, every morning and go to work, you know. Uh, so, yeah, so. it's a little bit of a bummer. But, you know, there's still plenty of summer left, and I'm, you know, still still enjoying the weekend. So, but, do yeah. You work, um, do you work in an office, or are you at home because of COVID or not? I, I, uh, I'm doing hybrid right now. Um, I have the option to do 
whatever. I, I could work at home, work in the office. I'm doing hybrid just to get, like, literally get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> yeah, 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 I need yeah. that, yeah. you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a wedding next weekend. I promise we'll talk about your music in a minute, <laughs> whatever we're just hanging out yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and i'm kind of like you know I'm, I'm not ill but because i don't want to get ill and either not realize and yeah. give it to everyone at the wedding or yeah you know it's, it's my aunt's wedding and i don't want to not go obviously so i'm not right. and it's just like obviously we've had various lockdowns and things and even since it's opened up it's not like i've you know gone out every night or whatever but because i'm making myself not go out i'm now like i need to go somewhere exactly even if it's a self-imposed restriction it is ridiculous yeah. um but yeah whatever yeah we, we weren't meant we weren't meant to live this way people yeah. you know we just weren't so maybe some people were but you know i like i like being out among people same so. here i've i've been doing it you know conservatively <laughs> I went out a couple of weeks ago to see my uh, my homie comrades. Um, Zach Burnett, his band Comrades, did their record release party. Nice. Um, he's oh, yeah. on ne- Negative Gain, and that was that was a fun night. It was a really fun night getting to go out and actually see live music for the first time in like ages. Oh yeah, nice. yeah, so, <laughs> yeah and, and you know seeing a friend. So that was that was really cool. I, I you know what I think the last live gig that I saw like. I'm pretty sure it was Mike <laughs> when we saw Idle Bones at the Pipeline in Brighton. Oh, wow. That was, so, uh, well, that'd be two years ago on Monday. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it, wow. was, it was my birthday gig. Wasn't yeah, that's it? right, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 think, was... I think I saw one in about February last year, and then a couple of weeks ago, I, I went and saw um, Royal Blood um, with a friend of mine, which was amazing. It was really good. Yeah, to how stuff opened up. And right on, yeah. Well, yeah, there haven't really been any gigs around here lately. Um, I'm not sure if it's yeah, possibly yeah. actually played in a park today, but if they did, I just didn't have time to go down anyways. But other than that, like, there's, like, I'm waiting for, like, a gig I can go to, but they are doing a gig again in December, which I've already uh, pre-ordered my tickets, so. Nice. Like, how I, close are you to Toronto? Are you near Toronto? Uh, two hours, if that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm three and a half, but a lot of times I'll end up going to Toronto for concerts because, like, whoever it is isn't playing in Western New York where right. I am. You know. Well, I've had so, to do that a few times too because they haven't. They weren't playing in London, Ontario, where I am at, and yeah. they started to come our way a little bit. But still, for the bigger concerts, like I, generally speaking, I had to go to Toronto. Like I went to Toronto to see uh, Tool and Nine Nails and Primus and that sort of thing. Yeah. But here mm-hmm. in the past couple of years, actually, uh, just about two years ago, roughly. Uh, they both came here, and nostalgia hit big, and it was amazing. So, uh, the first band I've seen a few times was Queens of the Stone Age, and then yeah. after that, the nostalgic one was Pumpkins. I haven't seen Pumpkins since like the, a melancholy infant sadness, you know. So it's been a long, long time. And I saw them come around. I was like, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna. So I got the two tickets, and so we're walking down. And at first, like I was looking, I was like, well, it should be the four because they're like, they're you know pretty expensive tickets, right? And, but the way it was written on the ticket, I, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, looking at the legend, not making sense at all. So when you go to the actual show, like, oh, no, go down for there's like, right there's like five rows from the stage. Like, this is fucking amazing. Like, like this was like a wow. huge surprise I, I, that, that my dumbass couldn't figure out. So I was, <laughs> it, 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 was nice, it was a huge, nice surprise. So, <laughs> so um, I promise we, we, we said we'd bring on to the show and talk about your yeah. amazing music. Uh, we've been listening to Duet like consistently for 
I mean, there's only seven tracks on it, but it feels like a whole experience. And then you get oh, to wow. the end and you go, oh, let's go back and do it again. Um, but I think we both felt the same. It's really, really good. It's a fantastic idea. So um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Tell us, tell us all about it in your own words before uh, I put okay. them in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it kind of all started um, oh, about a year ago-ish when, uh, when I interviewed Chris Connolly on, um, on Situation Ooh, nice. 47, the radio show I do with, with Melody Whore. And um, so he had just released Graveyard Sex, which is one of his solo albums. So it's not the same type of vocal you'd hear in from his like Ministry Days or Murder Inc. Right. Um, or or uh, um, any of, really any of the, the industrial that he's done. Um, it's very different, um, but I, I really loved that album. I was very inspired by it. So I found myself writing a song um, very, pretty soon after that interview that was sort of along those veins. So, um, and I did the, I did, you know, some vocals in it, um, but it just didn't seem done. So I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to ask Chris if he wants to throw some vocals on this thing, you know, and give it a shot. And he heard the song, he loved it. And he said, sure, I will absolutely do some vocals. So that kind of kicked off the whole thing because um, I'd been, I'd been thinking for quite a while, wouldn't it be nice to do um, a release where I'm writing the music and there are men singing, specifically men, because typically what you'll see in a male-female duo right. is she sings, he writes the music, right? I mean, right. ever since, you know, whatever, Captain and Tennille. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know, Peaches and Herb, Diane Marie. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's, all, it's always that configuration. Um, so I thought I would kind of turn that on its head. And I wrote the music, and I asked um, some male vocalists who I really respected and thought had like awesome, cool voices to do uh, to do the record with me. Um, Mike Reedy um, immediately came to mind because he has he has a really cool industrial voice. Um, so I wrote a you know a pretty heavy duty industrial song for him, and that's necessary. And then um, I wrote um it wasn't called the heart once i just you know wrote another industrial ish song right. and uh jim Simonic um absolutely came to mind because he's got that nice gritty distorted yeah. thing going on um and he's um such a great person to work with so and i didn't really know him that well but i contacted him and he's like absolutely i'll do it you know nice. so he gave me the vocals and you know we we started um in in his his current band is red locust if, if you guys have never um heard red locust it's it's fantastic it really okay. is uh nice. it's it's jim simonic and lee lauer um but anyways so so i had these three songs um and i decided to get some remixes and I wanted to, uh, you know, make sure I got a female remixer in there because I'm all about supporting women in music. Right. So I got, um, I got Vanessa from Ratio Strain. Um, I'm not, not Vanessa. I'm sorry. I got Eva <laughs> X. I'm, I'm think, I'm thinking of a different release. Sorry. Um, I got Gabby, Gabby to do, uh, who is Eva X to do, um, one of the remixes. And of course my buddy Melody Whore, you know, and, um, Matt Finale from, Caustic, who just always does really, really cool industrial remixes. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, you know, it all just sort of came together. And Jim said, hey, why don't we release it on my label? His label is Distortion Productions. Okay. Um, okay. So that's that's how I got signed to Distortion Productions, nice. because Jim actually was, you know, the head of that label. Um, so, yeah. 
so it, it's been it's been doing pretty well, and uh, we've got a video coming out for oh, nice. Knowing News. Um, oh, nice. It's been in the works for a little while. Joe Whitaker from uh, Funeral March of the Marionettes, um, he's the one doing the video, and uh, he wanted to take some time with it. There is footage of Chris Connolly and footage of me and nice. some other stuff, and that's that's really all I can say for now. But yeah. I'm hoping uh, to send a teaser out there soon. Very cool. Right. Love to see that. So, yeah. And yes. I, I know that the funeral wasn't the title of the band, but uh, recently this, this this ties in. Trust me, uh, not not quite six degrees, but close <laughs> enough. But anyways, uh, point being is I've been watching lately. Been watching a lot of like kind of like horror, kind of creepy thriller stuff on uh, the channel off prime called Shutter. There's been some really uh-huh. good ones, and I work mainly overnight. So when I come home, it's about quarter after four in the morning. So I get home. And I take my dogs for a long walk, so they only sleep for four or five hours before they go to go out again. So I take yeah. for a walk, and every time I walk, we always, always pass this one funeral home, and I'm always looking and hoping to see something. I'm not sure what I'm hoping to see, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not, I, w- I wouldn't uh, be completely freaked out if I did see something, but um, I just, when you brought that up, I guess every day I go by, I'm looking, because there's just a few lights on in there, right? So... It's like, oh, maybe it's something. It's like, probably not. It's like, but yeah, I just, I think it's like, I mean, I've watched way too much of this stuff. And it's just like, for a while, I, for, for a while, I was watching uh, um, Forensic Files and everything is like, oh man, I got to stop watching this stuff. Like, because I point out, to, I point out to someone, uh, the sign-in sheet at work, it's like, oh, it looks like you, you dropped your ass a little bit. It's like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm sorry. Never mind. Forget it. Like, <clears throat> so... I love that extremely loose connection to the band that I mentioned. And I should I should mention one more uh, band that's that's on the album. That's the Joy Thieves uh, did the remix of the Heart Wants with Jim yeah, Sinatic, yeah. and they they did a they did a fantastic job. Dan Milligan always gives me great remixes. I think that's the third remix he's done for me. Oh, nice. Um, he he did a remix on my uh, Game Changers um, album, which was. Um, it was a re- the remix complement to my my game album. So he he did a remix of um, who who will I be today? Um, it used to be called Who Today, but he put the Will I Be in there right. and, and added a twist to it. And there's a video for that on my YouTube channel. It's a great video. It's super dark. If you like scary stuff, yeah, yeah. definitely watch <laughs> that video. And then he did um, he did we we kind of co-wrote a song on the mask. Um, my my late my most recent full length album. Um, I wrote a song called Greed that was is the lead track on the album, and then I had him remix it. So the remix is on the album, but I liked the the music from the remix so much. I took just the music right. and I added completely different vocals to it, and it, it it's a song called This Time that is also on the album. So it's nice. this weird twisted way of of writing stuff. Um, so yeah, we've we've done a lot of strange stuff together, Dan and I. And um, he'll the Joy, Joy Thieves will be releasing um, a single that is a cover of Shriekback's Nemesis uh, next Friday, and I have a remix on that nice. uh, on oh, that nice. single, as, as well as Blue Eyed Christ and Wandering Stars, Greg Rolfs. So yeah, so uh, a lot of connections there, and I'm I'm very excited because I'm going to Cold Waves this year. So I'll be going there on the 23rd of September, and I'll get to meet Dan and a whole bunch of people. Chris Connolly, Mike Greedy, a, nice. a lot of them are all in Chicago. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so and I'll, I'll be in, if you know anyone's listening that's going to uh, Cold Waves, I'll be in the Distortion booth, um, and, unless there's a band playing, and I'll probably be checking out the band. But yeah, yeah hope, hoping to meet a lot of, hoping to meet a lot of people there who I've already worked with. <laughs> no yeah, kidding. that's, that's nice. amazing. I mean, that's a- 
that's the great mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. what? this fantastic world where you can sort of, you know, if you just introduce yourself and say hello to the right people, everyone's yeah. kind of up for doing stuff. I mean, I've, you know, oh, yeah. the amount of people I've now ended up working with, I've never met. I mean, I only met Bonesy two years ago when he yeah. came. <laughs> <laughs> We've been, now, now we've been, can I can I call him Bonesy? Absolutely, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm calling you Bonesy from now on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Mike, Mike and I have been friends for a number of years, and then, and then uh, 2018 is like, well, you know what, man? We're gonna uh, gonna come, we're gonna come down and see you. I'm like, well, the X now, anyways. But we're just gonna come down and see you. So we plenty of your head time, and everything went just like clockwork. Mike actually had printed out an itinerary of stuff, stuff we could do out there. So we packed a lot into one week. It was a lot of fun. But man, wow. did we ever see a lot? And it was totally worth it. And it was it was nice too. We. Uh, 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 as part of a thank you for for uh, 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 Mike providing the hospitality for us, is uh, we bought uh, tickets to the rock and roll tour for myself, Mike, my better half, and Mike's better half. And uh, it was really cool because they really went to the boroughs of, of London. So like, you guys see a few houses like Eric Clapton's house, you know, Freddie Mercury's house. So you just uh, with, uh, that the whole, does the, sound really cool. The, you, know, the I, whole, you know, I've been to London a few times. I wish I'd done that. That was my first time. But it just happened to come up because you know, with the algorithm and stuff on like Facebook and everything else, it came out because oh, you might like this. Like actually, that's not a bad idea. The tickets were actually pretty yeah. decently cheap. So like, yeah, done. But it was it was a lot yeah. of fun. We got to see Jimmy Page's house, which looks like oh a, wow, it's basically like a tiny little castle. Yeah, but in a, in a normal street of houses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they told us he lives next to Robbie Williams. Yeah. And they have some sort of ongoing dispute because Robbie Williams, I think, he's digging because the houses are all um, terrace houses. I think he's digging a basement underground. He wants to put a pool or a gym, or you? And, and, yeah. and, and, it's, and it's under Jimmy Page. It's like digging it well, under Jimmy No, Payton's it's just the, the noise and the work <laughs> yeah. uh, of the whole thing rather than it infringing like, on his property. Wouldn't so it be funny this, if like... they were digging it and he popped up his head and he was in the house? I just think, I've said before, I think it would be Oh, hello. <laughs> there, the house of Jimmy Page yeah. <laughs> and Robbie Williams is like, you know, neighbors that don't ba- get on with Basement wars. Jimmy yeah. Page you know what? and basement wars. <laughs> You know what, man? Reality, you like the Osbournes, basically. Right? That that situation right there that Safari mentioned of, of uh, uh, you know Robbie Robinson, Robbie Williams uh, popping set up at Jimmy Page's, man, that could be like a short Family Guy skit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but Jimmy Page walk 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 away and come back and hit him where they have the guitar or something, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> man, you should you should you should copyright that and send it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat pending, it's right? Million so. dollar idea. Yeah. <laughs> So I was going to ask you. So I was looking up your discography um, at some point this week because you know I'm prepared, and um, you've done a lot. I didn't. I don't think I realised how much you've done. I've sort of dipped in and out and bits you sent us and stuff. But it seems to me that in two and a bit years, yeah. you've created a lifetime's worth of work. And <laughs> yeah, that, there's pretty amazing. There's a reason. There's actually a reason for that. So um, cool. I, I did music back in the '90s. <clears throat> and, right. um, you know, I was out gigging. I mean, back then, you know, you weren't working with people on the Internet and things. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You were, you, were, you, were, you were going to band practice and you were going out and doing gigs, maybe doing some recording if you could afford studio time. 
you know, making CDs to send out to, you know, record labels, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, you know, putting up signs all over the city when you had a gig and stuff, there was, there was no social media, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was doing that sort of thing for a while in the nineties. And then um, I got married, had kids, and I just couldn't do music and work full time. Not, not, I couldn't do music the way I wanted to really with, you know, with two children and a full time job. So I was I was really like completely out of music for about 15 years. I oh, mean, wow. I was still listening to music, but um, I didn't do anything with it other than like playing my acoustic guitar with my kids, you know, and just right. kind of jam around and stuff with them. So, um, you know, fast forward to mid 2018, um, my kids had gotten a little bit older um, and they were to the point where they just didn't really need mom anymore except for a ride here or there you right. know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah. they had their own life <laughs> yep. going on um teenagers <laughs> so um i decided to get back into it so i i pre- pretty much rebuilt my studio which really wasn't that expensive these days yeah. um probably the most expensive thing in my studio are things are my guitars um yeah. which i already had well i already had one of them my strat that, that's probably my most expensive studio item <laughs> but um so it wasn't really that bad to put a studio together and I had to uh, relearn how to do music because, um, I mean, I knew how to, you know, still play guitar and a little bit of keyboard and that's what I did in, you know, bands before and I did some singing. Um, but I had never worked specifically with a DAW. I'd worked with sequencers, um, back in the nineties, you know, but then we, you know, take, take the three and a half inch, three and a quarter inch floppy and bring that to the studio <laughs> and that had all the sequences you know what i'm saying yeah. and the oh, sampler yeah. and everything um so i had to learn and i i decided to use cubase um and i saw but i had to learn how to use it to record um and really even social media i hadn't been on, i had been on facebook previously but i had not been on twitter before right. um so i had to learn all of all of that like how to promote myself you know, yeah. but it was, it was great. I mean, it was, you know, it's definitely a learning curve and I'm still learning, you know, I mean, you could really hear, I think a big difference between my early releases and my most recent releases. You, you can, you can sort of hear me growing as an artist and starting to understand like what I want to sound like now, because back then I was always in bands and there were other people. This, you know, this is definitely a solo project, but right. that's also why I like to do a lot of collaboration because I like to work with other people. So I do a yeah. lot of collaborating, well, I just, you know, sorry. but yeah, I was gonna say I just recently bought uh, the CD for Mast, which is awesome. So yeah, well, because I did message you, you when I got it. So you bought the physical CD, physical, right? yes, physical. Because I yeah, I bought physical and I have the digital copy of Unmasked. So yeah, because yeah. I know I know I, I know I have not all, but I did buy quite a few of your albums, and pretty much every bank I've right. been adding more and more until I kind of done going through your whole discography. <laughs> <laughs> And as you can see, I'm wearing this shirt. The shirt's awesome. I love it. Thank you. Oh, that's right. I thought I thought that was one of my shirts. Yeah. I can't see it with, with the, the background that we have here. But right. yeah, if you, I, I have my Amaranth shirt on. This is Amaranth. Okay. This this is the the band. This is Ken Magerman's band. Ken Magerman from Sounds and Shadows, um, and he was the voice, the male voice on World My Voice, which is okay. um, one of the tracks on on the mask. So yeah, nice. and there's a video for that one too. I love Ken, love Ken, and I love his voice. He's got a great voice. But yeah, how does the CD sound in your car? I'm always wondering. Well, uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I had to listen to it in the house because uh, okay. my car is almost 14 the CD players and worked for about a year, so that's why I plug oh. my that's that's, that's <laughs> why that that's why I plug my iPhone in, into the speakers that way, so I, oh, I, I, I go through. Okay. So 
Um, okay. But I, I have some of the CD on my laptop, but not on the actual car. There, there's, okay. there's a few things wrong with it, but this car owes me nothing at this point. So I'm just trying yeah. to, I'm just trying to prolong and uh, starting a car payment again. You know, so keep it limping along. Yeah. yeah well, like, so okay. far so good <laughs> mechanically. It's been fine, thankfully. Just a little bit, of, <laughs> a little bit of rust. But either way, with that car right now, my rear defroster doesn't work. The CD player doesn't work. Uh, in order oh, to get in, in order to get into into the into the front seat, I got to open the passenger door and open it from the inside because the outside handle doesn't work anymore. So, <laughs> wait, you live in Canada and your rear defroster doesn't work? Like, how do oh, you yeah. survive in the winter? Are it's, you you're out there with the scraper every day? Uh, essentially, yeah. You know? And and I I actually learned a, a life hack too. Is a good thing I got a cat. It's put a cat litter in a sock. You put the back window. Actually, keeps it from frosting on the inside. So. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. And and it's I no. yeah, if it gets too bad then I'll see right. you have a dog you have a dog too. Uh, two. Cat. Yeah, uh, well, I do have a cat too, but yeah. The dog's pissed off at you now because you're mentioning the cat and the dog's like, hey. <laughs> what about she, you? She's done, she's exactly. put her there there's there's a, a a couch just to the left of me and she had her head up and she's put her head back down. And the other one is sleeping on on the top part of the couch, right above her. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, so um, but point being is, yeah, um, I, the the sea sounds great, and uh, my car will be 14 February, so I'm hoping one more winter, and then you know, yeah, take it from there. Then, but then you can listen to it in your exactly because that, yeah, that you... go ahead. <laughs> that that album was uh, mixed and mastered by uh, Jules Seifer, as was Duet, and and a couple of things I did in between. Um, and uh, Jules does such a great job. And he's he's working on my next album. Okay. I, the next album's recorded. He's mixing and mastering it right now. Um, I'll be working on uh, the cover, um, having co- cover pictures taken next weekend, nice. hopefully, if everything works out. Nice. Um, so that'll be out next year. Um, cool. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so there'll be now, even more music. Yeah, well... <laughs> so that- I'm Good trying question. to slow it down a little bit. You know? I, no, there's no complaints here. But, and, and your work with... Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, it, it, I guess I never even fully explained. So to get back to the whole thing, so I was out of it for you know 15 years and I came back. And that's why, that's honestly why there is so much music out there because I just, I hadn't done it for a while. And so when I started doing it, it was like crazy. It was just like blurting out of me, all the music. And, and again, a lot of it was in the beginning, it was me just trying to just figure shit out, right? right. Just figuring out like not only the technical stuff, but what I want to sound like and everything. So there, there are, a, you know, a lot of releases out there. I would expect it to slow down a little bit more now that I've sort of found my cadence and found my sound and everything. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> how, how would you, I know exactly how I would describe your sound, but, um, mm. When I say exactly, what I mean is I would use lots of words. Okay. <laughs> it's quite okay. wide ranging. But how would okay. you? Uh, that's, that sounded really ominous. It's great. I love your sound, obviously. If, that's why you're on okay, show. so if, if I tell you how I describe it, you have to tell me how you'd describe it. <laughs> okay, because okay, you, you just you led, you led yourself right into that one. So now, uh, yeah. now you have to. Good but, boy, um, Mike. <laughs> I, I definitely am industrial influence. Um, I love industrial music and that is really my main influence, but I have so many influences. Like I love Motown, you know? So if you hear, if you hear a little like soul in my voice or a little blues in my voice, that's, that's coming from Motown. Um, But I feel like I'm kind of a, 
a slowed down version of industrial um, a little bit. And, and actually the next album you're going to hear will be a little bit more aggressive than the mask, but the mask is um, sort of a more laid back version of, of industrial. Okay. Again, there's those influences there. Um, and uh, certainly dark, which is fun. Very funny. Cause when people meet me, they, they, you know, they find out very quickly that I'm not really a dark <laughs> person. I'm actually kind of perky, you know, yeah. but, um, but my, but, it just seems like my music, that's how it comes out. You know, it's just, that's how I get my darkness out, I guess, you know, through the music. So that's, that's kind of how I would describe it. a little, little bit of trip hop. Um, also I'll have a release coming out next year. That's, um, uh, music from other musicians. Um, they're writing trip hop pieces for me Oh, cool. and, and, and me doing vocals. So currently, nice. um, currently on the roster, uh, we have Julian Beeston, um, you know, former of Knights of Reb. Um, yeah. Jules Seifert is going to write one for me. Uh, John Norton, Blue-Eyed Christ, um, has got one or two coming. And there's one that I already a- actually have done with uh, Dog Tablet. So oh. they're, they're, they'll all be contributing to that. I, I believe I, I'll be calling it Trippy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that, I mean, okay. Trippy's in my description. <laughs> okay, good. All right, all right. Now you uh, go. <laughs> depending on how I phrase it. But my, my description is along the lines of, and I'm not sure whether to go with cross-genre or multi-genre, but I'm going to go mm-hmm. with cross-genre industrial trippiness. Oh, so okay. I, I love that. Yeah, I love that. that. That's, that's a really great description. But you could also yeah. say multi-genre industrial trippiness. <laughs> no, at least you didn't say shit sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the important thing we don't like on the show. Now we've hopped over South Park. Who are you going to choose? A giant douche or turd sandwich? People still vote. No, that 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 is great. I love the way you describe that. That's a good way of describing it. Yeah, trippy and industrial. You know what? It is, and and it's it's expansive, right? There's so much influence in there, and that's what's so interesting about it because it there's definitely obviously there's an industrial undertone Mm -hmm. to the whole thing, and it's deliberately or it feels deliberately kind of you know a bit far out and spaced out and trippy and takes you on these little journeys and stuff, which is great. But it's interesting that you talk about those other you know, like trip hop and everything else, because it definitely has all those little nuances in it. But to me, that's what makes it kind of, you know, that's what brings it all out and makes it yeah. unique and makes it kind of you know, sing in your voice, if you like. Um, yeah, I'm also a big fan of um, of classical music. So you'll, as a child, I was a violin player. So you'll actually oh, wow. hear in, in most of my songs, whether you realize you're hearing it or not, you're you're definitely hearing a little bit of a string section um, and, and I usually kick the strings in at the end, like the violin, just because you want a little drama at the end right, of the song. Yeah. So, but there's all there's typically a, a cello in almost every song, but you'll hear it following the bass line. It, yeah. it just kind of adds another dimension to the bass. Um, but yeah, there's there's violins and there's flutes and things in there. Um, I just I can't help but it's funny. Jules and I laugh about it all the time. I just I can't stop myself from doing it. Um, but he but he gets it. Thank God, he gets me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? The industrial side of your music—that's what kind of drew me in right away. And mm. uh, I, I'm a huge industrial fan too. I, I, Nine Nails are my favorite band of all time for industrial. Yeah. And still, I hear a lot of people say that. And I will still argue anyone who doesn't uh, doesn't agree that it's it is a classic album. Is the Nails album called The Fragile? Yeah. It's like it does. Yeah. The, the I mean, all of them are good, but that's the most classic album. And um, 
So there, there's the industrial part of it. But also mm-hmm. with your vocals, uh, we've always commented each and every time about your vocals, how powerful and strong they are. And the one thing I've said many times, I know Mike agree with me, is in some cases, man, holy shit, do you ever, do you ever remind us of Amy Lee? Like, I, it's, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Your, your vocals are just bang. It's like, wow. And Mike and I have said that a few times for reviews. I know that for sure. Amy Lee? Yeah, as in Amy Lee Evanescence. Evanescence, I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's funny. Because um, I don't think, I mean, you know, God, I wish I sounded like <laughs> anyway. I, I wish I sounded like, you know, Beth Gibbons from from Oh, uh, Portishead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, get a, I get a lot of Portishead, too. Um, and it's it's a tremendous compliment because those two ladies are fantastic. Phenomenal. <laughs> now that you mentioned, I, yeah, I you're right. I being Beth compared Gibbons. to them, but yeah, thank you. I, uh, I absolutely appreciate that. And you know, I mean, there's. Have you guys heard uh, the collapse? My collapse of Dawn side project with. Oh yeah, um, I, I'm. Go ahead, sorry. You've played. I think you've played. Yeah, it, I'm right? pretty sure I have all the albums. I'm pretty sure I got all the collapse of Dawn yeah. out, like every single one, literally, <laughs> <laughs> like all the remixes, everything. <laughs> we played. Yeah, because there. I some of my my vocal style is a little bit different with with them, and I do a little bit more stronger singing. I think with um, powerful singing. Um, and especially in the last album of Dreams and Nightmares, um, like Black Oil, it, right. the oh, vocals yeah, yeah. at the end of Black Oil in are, are an example of that. Um, right. I tend to be a little bit less laid back and trippy with that because that's a totally different project, right. you know. Yeah. And and Chris Wilburn writes all the music that's upon eventual collapse, and um, he writes you know such great music. Um, I just want to howl over that stuff. So yeah, yeah I mean I, you know the stuff I write, I, I tend to. I tend to, you know, sort of keep it a little bit more under control, but you know that can change. You might hear some stuff that is that isn't so controlled in the future. Right on. Well, you know, go ahead, Mike. I'm is sorry. The, is the album announcement? Sorry, buddy. I was just going to say, is the album announcement uh, just an exclusive on New Music Saturday, or have you already told everyone? You're, you're <laughs> I I might have posted on Facebook recently. Um, okay. That I was listening to masters that Jules did for me for Aerial Human, but that this is the first radio. I think I haven't even talked about it on my show, Mike. To be honest with oh, you, nice. I think this is the first oh, radio yeah. announcement. Awesome. <laughs> that, yes, that Air, Aerial Human will be released in um, 2022, and I've got some got some friends on that album. Nice. Um, John Norton is doing a duet with me again. John Norton, Blue Eyed Christ. Uh, I am such a huge fan of his. I have such a crush on him. <laughs> I lo- I love. If you've not heard Blue Eyed Christ, get yourself World on Fire. It's fantastic. I, I've waited for the notepad. My um, phone. <laughs> uh, and well, on, and on the twenty fourth, he has a remix single coming out. A couple songs from the World on Fire album, and I I uh, I remix one of those songs called America H and Dog Tablets on there. Nice. Joy Thieves are on there. Um, yeah, so he'll he'll be on the album, and um, there'll be one track with a rapper named Pee Wee P from Houston. He's okay. a guy that Melody Whore produces in Houston. Fantastic rapper. And you will also hear him on the album. I can't say because it, it hasn't been announced yep. yet, but there is another um, pretty uh, heavy-duty industrial artist, not from the Wax Tracks days, um, but he's pretty popular, um, and, and he does some great noise. Um, he's... He's going to have uh, PVP on his album, and when that happens, you'll you'll know. Um, and then who else? Who else? Oh, Jean-Marc Lederman from The Weathermen. Um, he's providing the music for an intro track that I'm doing. It's a spoken word. I'm not speaking. Right. A different <laughs> speaking. Um, 
But uh, so Jean-Marc Lederman will be on there. And then who else? There's, I feel like there's one other. Who am I forgetting? I don't know. <laughs> well, um, you know what? Um, Someone else. So, um, um, oh, I'm sorry. Roger Ebner. Roger Ebner, um, great saxophone player out of Chicago. He is doing saxophone oh, cool. on one of the tracks. Yeah. Sorry, Roger. Right on. But, well, I have things, but I have things written right in front of me. I forgot. Uh, I hmm, saxophone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Um, we're gonna get to the song now because we're um, slowly but don't call me surely running out of time here. So uh, we're gonna be, uh, <laughs> we're gonna be playing the unknowing muse from your album duets and uh, check it out. Dig this, fire the the unknowing muse. Dig this.
<laughs> right on. That was the fire V off her album duets for the song called The Unknowing Muse. And she's already talked a little bit about about the album. But uh we were obviously talking earlier and I, I told I told her this time off air that this time I know I really didn't notice the Motown. When she mentioned Motown, I was like, Holy crap, yes. Like <laughs> and just the, the strings, some of that. This was a great tune. and like I said, this is probably my favorite off of duets and it's probably the first song I played, I think, on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the video coming out. Hopefully, um, it's been a little bit of a challenge for Joe with, um, you know, we all have day jobs, you know, so trying to just trying to fit it all in. And he has his own music that he does, um, of course. But um, judging from the teaser, like, I don't know if you saw the duet teaser on Facebook and all over social media. If if you haven't, it's pinned in my Facebook uh, profile. He did the tea and the. He did the teaser, and the teaser it kicks ass. So I'm like, he's like, oh, geez, I hope you like it. I'm like, Joe, if it's anything like the teaser, I'm gonna love it, you know. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. He's very talented. I love that. I love that. That that track is. Um, I mean, I said right at the beginning of this, like this is an album that is. When you get to the end of it, you go, oh, let's play it again. It's just one of those where you just, you know, you have to go around. Uh-huh. And I, you know, the, obviously you've got. Three and four is the the unknown news, and then the, the mm-hmm. remix, and it it sits so yeah. perfectly in there. And then, um, obviously, you've got uh, the, you know, the one later on. Um, but it just, I don't know, it just kind of it's it's it just fits perfectly and creates. I'm glad it, I'm glad it flows for you. Is you know yeah, because I was, I it's important to me like the song order works. And um, what I really liked about putting uh, Gabby's uh, remix after. Um, um, well, wait a second. Was it her remix? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> uh, yeah, her remix is right after original. the original, and so the original ends with you know Chris is saying the you know the unknowing news, yeah. the unknowing news, and then hers kind of starts like that. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's like yeah. where where that song leaves off, hers picks up. Um, so I purposely put that there, um, you know, and then and then. And that one's kind of a, a sort of a mellow experimental remix. And then I follow it right up with Matt Finale's caustic remix of Necessary, which is just like a great yeah. dance floor, boot stomping, industrial classic. You know, pe- people yeah. really like that one. Um, then, of course, I had to have Melody Whore in there, you know, because he's such yeah. a great remixer. He really is doing his version of no- Unknowing Muse. Um, and finally, you know, the, the Joy Thieves. Um, I-, I never... I never know what direction Dan is going to go in. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and, but I, lo- I, I love it. It's such a great song, you know, and he, he turned yeah. it into just a whole different song. It's a great song. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's, it's brilliantly done. And it, it, the whole, it's just the feel of it and everything. It just kind of, it's one of those, the flavors really nice. I always talk about, you know, good albums kind of having waves and you know, rather yeah. than just, I quite like an album like you know, I like the Neil Young ones like um, Rust Never Sleeps and Rockin' the Free World where it starts with the acoustic tracks and by the end of it they're like the big loud heavy tracks yeah. I do like that kind of uh, mountain like a crescendo like a crescendo <laughs> album yeah, yeah. yeah but but I also I pre- generally I prefer like when there's waves and to think there's only seven yeah. tracks on here the waves are really clear but they're they are you know it's blended really well it's not um, you would think it's so few tracks that might be choppy and it's not it just feels really good so yeah it's good sequencing is really important i think generally in, uh, in yeah I, I try to approach that almost like if i were putting a dj set together which i never do because melody horror actually puts our sets together but right. you right. know if i were putting a dj set together <laughs> that that's how i approach you know uh, the track order on on my albums to kind of 
you know, if, if I were DJing and people were on a dance floor, you know, what, what, how would I want to mix it up kind of thing? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, hopefully that works. Sounds like it works. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely works. <laughs> well, um, unfortunately, uh, we're out of time. Oh, well, I was uh, going to say, do you want to plug the radio show? That was but yes, no, okay, no, no, go ahead, do that oh, first. No, no, we'll plug, no, go ahead, Sapphire, watch you plug the radio show first. So. Oh, yeah, so yeah, so our radio, my radio show with Melody Horse, it's Situation 47, it's on Radio Dark Tunnel, which is out of Germany, and we broadcast live um, 8 p.m. Um, Eastern on Thursdays. Um, it is syndicated on Wax Radio Indy at 10 p.m. on Friday. It's They syndicated at 10 p.m. because we swear. And, um, <laughs> and it, it gets uploaded to Mixcloud. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it gets uploaded uploaded to Mixcloud at Melody Horse Mixcloud um, immediately after the show. So you can always go back and check out an episode. Right yeah, on. Mixcloud is definitely because um, of time zones and stuff. It's definitely right yeah. to. Yeah, to well, it's it's great for the the nights where we do interviews because you know people. I think people like to. Uh, you know, we've got fans all over the world, and people don't want to stay up until one one a.m. to hear right. the interview with you know Raymond Watts or something. <laughs> I mean, that was a very popular interview because it's Raymond. Right. But it's like you know, it's nice to be able to just listen to it on demand. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All yeah. right, well, Safari, thank you so so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate it, and we're definitely going to do a follow up uh, fairly soon to continue on because forty five minutes is nowhere near enough time. <laughs> great i appreciate that yeah let's let's definitely do that you know I, I i've always got new music coming out so you know um we'll we'll get together and talk about the next one for sure yes Fantastic. thank you so much we really appreciate it. it was a great time and i can't wait to do it again like very very soon and we will set up we'll figure time out all right it's been a real pleasure and we didn't even get to talk about the bud light citrus pack so we'll oh yeah that. Just that hanging there and we'll talk about that next time yeah that's right that'll be our cliff that's our cliffhanger <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> like, you if, if you want to know about the Bud Light Citrix Pack Citrix Pack <laughs> tune in next time you can tell what it does to your speech already <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very very much it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for joining us Thanks for having me, guys. All right. We will Please talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks. Right. Good night. Bye-bye. All right. That was awesome. So uh, we'll get Mike back here in one moment. So this happens. But uh, what a great interview that was. Like, how much fun was that? I just um, we had a great time. It was just, I uh, can't see enough good things about it, right? So for some reason, oh, there we go. Uh, one moment here. <laughs> I'll get Mike back and... and there you have it. Hey, Mike. Oh. Man, how much fun was that, eh? That was absolutely awesome, wasn't it? A fantastic interview. Like, I just, yeah. Yeah. You uh, literally could have talked to him out. Yeah, no kidding, eh? And what a great time. It, it's, it was fun. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's night. It was cool because like it kind of she had the personality I thought she did. You know, just like just like yeah, let's rock. We did this, this, and that's like and it, it's nice. I mean, of course we had a few sidetracks, and I made my own course with. But uh, either way, man, it was a great time. I, again, thank you, big thank you to Fire V for joining us, and we will be doing a part two as well. Yeah, definitely. And um, because when we put this on catch up, we have to give it a name. I've got a name for part one now, which okay. is 
I haven't even announced this on my show yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad one at all. That that is no, absolutely. Oh, no, I, uh, scratch at the rocks, hug, and I haven't even announced it on my show yet. <laughs> so, um, man, sorry, go. Ahead. So before we get to our, our next song, um, this I I think is the first time I've ever kind of met. We'll call it a Karen. So on. Thursday, I'm walking my dogs, and uh, so we're going down this one street. So, one stops to do number two, there stops doing number one, right? So, I've got my bags, pick it up, I'm good to go. So, we start walking. We start walking. What's that, sorry? Good use of beats out of the story. Right, <laughs> yeah. So, we, we start walking away, and then this woman stops me, and she goes, Excuse me, it's a guest. Goes, You didn't pick up your dog's mess. Like, uh, yeah, I did the bags, like, right here. And she goes, oh, I got out. I, she goes, I was watching. I was like, oh, I said, what's the price? Because I was watching too, you know. And I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to sauce her because like this is ridiculous, right? And <clears throat> and then uh, then she goes, oh, she, then then she goes, I, I I stepped out and had a look. There's a, there's a, there's a fresh like actually no, there's not because I picked up. I was looking right at them. And she's like, well, I pick up after my dog. I said, well, you must be very proud of yourself. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and then this this look on her face was priceless, right? And uh, oh my God. and and I, and I said I said you know what I I'm done because it could be because she said well someone's uh, someone's letting their dog go my lawn so it's well it's not my dogs and the proofs and the powder are right here I got bags and listen you want to come over and have a look at them you're more than, more than happy more than welcome to inspect them you know like that's the thing it's actually fairly easy to to you know remove any doubt from that argument by just showing them a bag of poo in your hand it's yeah but I was like, like but I just couldn't figure Jesus. out I was like are you serious and you know and the thing is too is when she goes I was watching because she's sitting in a minivan she hadn't taken off yet right and and when she said she was watching besides the, the one of the sass comments I made to her I, uh, what she was watching said you're about four feet away, single minivan. I'm half an inch from my dogs, watching them doing what they're doing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, exactly. so it's it's, it's like who, who are you gonna believe, me or your own eyes, right? <laughs> like, so it just it just seemed a little bit ridiculous, but whatever. It was just it was just kind of funny, kind of crazy. Like, are you serious, really? Like, <laughs> like I've got I've got the proof like right here. I, I just I just I, I don't know. I just kind of I was like, I guess I guess she was having a bad day, but like. Like, but at the same time too, it's like I, I knew better than to to, to be like uh, uh, vulgar mouthy. That's why I just kind of a little bit sass here and there was fine. So, kind of kind of kind of get my point across without being without being unnecessarily mean, you know. I'm gonna start calling you the sass bones. Yeah, but uh, it was pretty funny though. <laughs> just like, to, <laughs> but just look at her face both times. Like, it's like when I told her, "Well, you must be very proud of yourself." So do I. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> do you find it bizarre, like the arguments people? pick sometimes like well, why yeah exactly i was a little i was more than confused myself too because initially instead i looked at her and i looked at the bags like wait what <laughs> so <laughs> i kind of i don't know it's weird like this week right um this is a bit of a sidetrack but this yeah. week uh william and some friends you live in the street uh, that we live in were playing football and one of them apparently it wasn't him it was one of the others one of them kicked a football uh, his Williams football, my, my son's football, over uh, a fence in someone's garden. Okay. And the person's not in. So it's like, oh, this is, you know, oh no, what are we going to do? Oh, yeah. um, and then eventually the guy, like they're still playing out and whatever, and the guy comes back. And it sounds like what happened is he parked his car, got into his house, and then a group of kids ran up to his front door to ask to get their football back. So I could understand why right, this guy was probably a bit 
right. moody about that. Like, yeah. I do get it. Right. But bear in mind, he's nine years old. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this guy said, but William's then really upset and he comes in and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and, uh, and then I finish work a couple of hours later and I hear all about this. I was like, right, I'm going to go and get this ball back. Um, and I go over there. And this, like, there's this weird thing because now I, you kind of, you don't want to be one of those people that complains about everything. Right. right? You don't want to be that. But equally, it's just a kid's football. Just give the football back and stop being a yeah. dick, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I was really polite to the guy. And I was nice to him. But um, he, he kept saying things that really annoyed me. And the thing was, he was clearly, like, he was really old and he was clearly quite ill. And I didn't want to, like, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be obviously, I didn't want to start anything or anything like that. It was just literally. You know, he just bought this football a week and a half ago. Right. It's like someone's kicked it over. But he, he said things like, well, there's always footballs going over here. I'm like, this is the first time we've ever had Like, it's not like you can even... Not figuratively, literally the first time. Yeah. yeah. It's like we've never met. This has never happened. Like, so I don't know like, who the hell you are. <laughs> and I, I had to really hold myself back. <laughs> and then another point, uh, he goes... Well, I, I, I'm not very well, and this is fair enough, right? He goes, right. I'm not very well, and I don't really want to go rummaging around in, in my garden to pull that. And it was like daytime, it's still light, so you, know, you can see really easy. I was like, well, look, that's absolutely fine. Is it all right if I go and have a quick look? Just because it's a new ball, he's just got it, and obviously, you know, one of his friends has kicked out every right. so he's upset. Right, bear in mind, I am a 35, nearly 36 year old man, 36 this week. Right, and. Uh, and the way he spoke to me was like I was nine years old. <laughs> he goes to me, "Well, I don't want you trampling around all over my garden." I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like crush the plants and stuff." Yeah. Goodbye, marigolds. Like, what does this guy think? So it's just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not fighting this kind of thing. Um, so we agreed then. In the end, we agreed that when he felt well enough, the next day he was going to go and have a look in the perimeter defence. This was three days ago. And I still haven't seen it. the football is oh, dead. To me. Uh-huh. It reminds me of when I was nine years old. Someone still got one of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of think, what is it with people? Like everything he said. Like I was trying to be really nice. Obviously, I was, mm. you know, willing to go over there and like you know, right. get in with someone. And then he opened the door and he's like, you know. It's, old Blake and everything I was like I'm just not gonna obviously I'm not gonna do that um, so, so we just have sounds like the guy from Life of Brian I'm old I'm blind blah blah yeah, like, it was a bit like that but it was just like there was so much vitriol in some of the things he was saying I was like hey, why is he picking fights with people like what, what, is, the, <laughs> what is the deal with people like, what is the bloody point yeah. seriously <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I don't get it. If someone ever knocks on my door, I'm like, oh yeah, no worries. Like, you know, of course. And if I was you know, really old, I can get it. Whatever. I'd be like, look, I'm really old, and I can't get it. But you can't. Get uh-huh. it. But it was just, I don't know. It was just a bizarre thing. And then you realise how how diverse people are, I suppose, and how little you actually know about people. Because right. I sort of know the people I know in my street who are generally probably around my age. It's the sort of place where people move, kids <coughs> buy a house or rent or whatever. Um, Excuse me, sorry. That's right. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, it's safe as air and all that sort of stuff. But you kind of realise that it's just like there's this. There are people that just like he. He was saying things that were just like really rude. <laughs> just like, yeah. Hey, there's no need. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not being rude to you. I'm like, it's, <laughs> yeah. And, and that that's know. the thing is like you know and and it's it's not just because like I didn't want to I wasn't going to be unnecessarily mean but I I sassed more than verbally spouted just because. Nowadays, everybody's recording everything, so at least if it had been, they could see that I was sassing, but I wasn't being extremely rude or verbally <laughs> verbally abusing her, right? So, 
Yeah, well, that's the other thing, right? There is a. There is I don't know thing. why, but people record everything these days. Like everything. It's like why? I know. That's the thing. There was a there was a bloke in his in in this guy's front garden who was um, turned out actually it was another neighbour I didn't know, um, but he was like uh, trimming his hedge or I don't know what he was doing to be honest with you. He seemed to be cutting a tree with a tiny pair of scissors. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> whatever he was doing, so it's kind of like I was really conscious then that I didn't want to come across in the wrong way. Right. Because, exactly. You know, this guy is being paid to you know I, you don't you like. Is he going to end up in a witness or something? Is this going to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want a fucking football back? <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's uh, so it just basic. Me. I know, right? <laughs> it just reminded me. It's like, why? Why do these situations just happen? Like, well, I'm a pretty easy going guy. I just want to get a football. It's really simple. But man, anyway, you know what? This is perfect. This is actually a great segue to the next song. The, 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 the next song <laughs> is Clubber Lang. Uh, Clubber Lang, sorry. And the song's yeah. called I Will Not Wait. <laughs> Take <Are> this. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. 
Right on, Clubber Lang with I Will Not Wait. What a heavy tune. That was like punk industrial alternative, man. That one that was like really bad. I loved their last one. And as soon as I saw the email, I was like, oh, cool. Another one is like, amazing. I love this tune. Yeah, that was absolutely brilliant. The um, the chord progression, I don't know if it was the same, if it just reminded me of it, but it reminded me of Aneurysm by Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Good that call. One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which, you know anyone that can work anything like that into a song is a genius in my view because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that was, that was just yeah really fast paced absolutely fantastic um kind of what would you even call that it's I, kind of grungy it's kind I, of punky I, I it said, the organ in it I said a punk, punk alternative industrial <laughs> punk alternative industrial that's that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah absolutely brilliant 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 tune great way to kick off the show yeah uh, well, kick off the <clears> show Oh man, we got like we got we got a great show just all together. We got a pretty heavy part one. So next up is brand new Fox Hunt, which is awesome. This one's called Ghost. Dig this.
Right on. Brand new Fox Hunt with a song called Ghost. Uh, man, this is a great tune. This is like, it was like a mix of heavy alternative and actually, uh, to my ears, it had a little bit of a, a kind of a Lincoln Park influence in there as well, but what a great mm-hmm. heavy tune. It's been the first one in a long time, but that was an awesome tune. So guys, thank you so much for sending it over. Yeah, that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, definitely a bit of a Lincoln Park thing going on there. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, it's just got that kind of like it's not a new metal tune, but it has something that they do written in it, <laughs> which is pretty cool <laughs> stylistically. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of channeling that kind of uh, energy, which is awesome. Um, yeah, man, that's just a it's it's a big, loud, you know, heavy in your face tune. I absolutely love listening to that. It just it makes you feel good. It's what half eleven on a Saturday night here, and it feels like the evening is just getting started, which it is. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely love it. I think it's brilliant. Well, man, awesome. Next up, we have a brand new "Get the Fuck Out of Dodge," and the song's called "Hey Barbara." They're coming. I dig this. <laughs> <laughs> Out of Dodge with a song called Hey Barbara, they're coming for you. Now, hearing that exact phrase, what movie does that remind you of? It's the movie that I can never remember the name of, but we play clips from every Halloween. Night, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead, they're coming for you, Barbara. That's the they're one. Coming, like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> they're coming for you, Barbara. You know, like, they're coming for you, Barbara. Right, yeah, they're 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 but man, I know the film with a clip, but I never remember the name of that film. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead. There you so, go. But yeah, man, what a great tune. And uh, it was right because when the sentence, well, it's a little bit different, uh, but still kind of the same. But man, 
I had a hard time deciding whether I was going to put that in part one or part two just because of the variants that kind of give it its heavy, punky side, but also the kind of tripped out side to it as well. I was like, oh shit, what am I going to do? Is like, uh, you know, you know, like I'm trying to, uh, and, and like uh, Sapphire mentioned about the, the flow of the unknowing muse, obviously that's what our show is all about as well, besides yes, the, the critiquing, yeah. right? So I'm trying to figure out, I was like, how, how is it going to work better? Will it work better for this part or this part? I was like, okay, well, let me, what sings that, let, me, let me see what songs I have and I'll go through them one more time and, and kind of goes like, uh, no, part one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely, Probably a part one team, but uh, I don't know—is it a theremin or there is some amazing noises in there anyway? Yeah, it's right. <laughs> proper cool. um, and it's a nice—you know—I I like that sort of progression, especially when you've got um, either a singer-songwriter or a two-piece, or you know, something where often when you start out, it's about that raw sound, and then it's how you build on that. And the way they built on that with that particular track is absolutely fantastic. Just having that. Um, Whatever that sound is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, answer it is. I'm uh, sure hearing this, they will comment either tonight or tomorrow to let us know. <laughs> uh, you better. Well, <laughs> nine times out of ten, the bands comment. usually do, right? So. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But um, yeah, it's, it's that's an absolutely fantastic tune. I love this band so much. I think they've got so, so much energy, so much force, uh, and and also they are super independent. They are proper DIY. Do everything themselves, I think they're brilliantly, and, and we all admire that. Yeah, absolutely, for, for all, all of the reasons that it should be admired, and, and, a, and a great and a great interview as well. So, and a fantastic interview. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, that was one of those. I think a lot of. Oh, sorry, I was going to say that was like a lot of our um, recent anyway. But it was one of those where I literally I felt like I'd known them for years and years and years. Yeah, well, right. Never met before the call. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right on, man. Well, we're following that up with a brand new song from Novocaine. This one's called Moonshine Fiasco. Take this.
There's some hardcore punk right there. That was Novocaine and the, one of the best song titles ever is Moonshine Fiasco. And anybody's ever tried Moonshine, it's like almost like gasoline. It's pretty gross and pretty effing strong, right? <laughs> <clears throat> but either way, what a great what a great tune. I really does one. This has been the first one in a while. We got the Novocaine. Like, I saw the like, oh, no Novocaine. Yes. I was like, okay, well, this is definitely going to go for part one for sure. I heard the song. I said, okay, I know exactly where I'm putting this song in. Uh, awesome dude love it I just yeah just love the, the punk and the gritty feel to it <clears throat> and uh, I, I I probably could stand up and kind of jump around a little bit but uh, my quarterback deployed a, a laptop so it wouldn't work too well for me <laughs> <laughs> but what a great tune that's what made me feel like that that was one you just want to get in a mosh pit and just go 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 yeah 100% I mean the the punk and grunge influences are strong in that one I absolutely love it it reminded me it's like I hear if Rancid meets Silverchair. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's good like, call. Yeah, yeah. That whole... Oh, that's a brilliant tune. <laughs> uh, that, that's a good one. I never would have thought of that one. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> uh, and also, speaking of trying, uh, it, we, apparently it is a theremin. So yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. In, in I the s- previous song. <laughs> right. For Get the Fuck Out of Dodge, you mentioned that. And, and I said, well, I know they'll probably be listening to Tell Tonight tomorrow. And... Thankfully, there wasn't tonight, and uh, lo and behold, there you go, Ethereum is like, right? So Mike was 100% right. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, that rarely happens. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, right. I once, I once commented on how well someone had programmed a bass, and they <laughs> told me it was a real double bass. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be damned. <laughs> so, my, my mistake. It might have, might have been one by mouse, in fact, so he would have commented. In, you know, Actually, no, that's one thing I forgot to mention. The Sapphira for mixers, we should, I shouldn't, I'll, I'll mess her and tell her about one by mouse that she checked him out for mixing because I'm, I can't even imagine what he could do with her stuff. Oh my God, that would be right? really good on that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I will message her in a little bit and let her know about one by mouse saying, I know she's got all these contacts, but he's one contact that I think, I mean, that would do more than justice to her tunes. And I, I'd be very curious and anxious to hear what he could possibly do with it, right? I think he can do anything. I think he's a secret genius. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked with him on a couple of things recently. I'm just, I am, I don't want to give him a big head in case he's listening, but he is absolutely brilliant. And his an new EP containers is out right now too, so. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I like, we both bought that a little bit too. Yeah, oh yeah. Ago, and and, and so when he said, I got the email I bought, I like, that's exactly what I did. I got the email I bought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the thing is, he's right. We've both got access to a drive with it all on, but it's like, well, I want to own it. <laughs> yeah, oh well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I more than happy. I want to listen to it. <laughs> oh yeah, and my mind just like yours is constantly expanding, right? And it, but I'm like 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 you are, like, I'm happy to support and that sort of thing. And that's why it's cool when I do some of these interviews. So it's like, oh yeah, well I got your shirt, right? So I bought, cause I bought the shirt on Bandcamp, right where it was. So that's yeah. why it's like I did. I, I obviously had on the video. That's when that's why we had uh, Sapphire on video. So like, oh, I, I thought that was one of my shirts. Like fucking right, it is. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I got I got a few more uh, new ones I haven't worn yet. So one is uh, the antisocial one from Lights and Lines that you sent. Oh yeah, 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 that's a great tea. Everyone and the other one is the band called Ammo. Then we have one song out right now which we played a couple times. But uh, I got that one came in the mail too. So, uh, but like I said, I got the Four Bill Express package. It was really cool. So I, I got the, the, the the small vinyl, the CD. Um, yeah. They actually gave me the code down with COVID. It didn't matter because I already bought the bought the uh, their album on Bandcamp anyway, so it's cool anyways. But right, yeah, but it was a nice nice personal message from Betty uh, and, and on Facebook. She knows Betty Happy Feet. 
Yes. So, but, uh, so, uh, I just, I haven't sent a thing to them yet because like I said, I've gotten so much stuff. It's hard to keep up and, and as busy as I can be is like, like, I'm not trying to, to disregard that's why as much as possible. I try to mention on the show saying, yes, I did get the stuff and thank you very, very much. So, and, uh, I will try to do one for, uh, um, Portable Express, uh, maybe tomorrow at this point, but either way, I was happy, happy to get it. I'm happy to listen to it. And like it's really last week, man, my vinyl shelf is almost full. I'm going to have to go to the second one very soon. <laughs> So I'm going to move a few things around. So I'm going to have to drop my CDs and my indie CDs and tapes down one shelf and then mm-hmm. continue the records on the next shelf because, like, man, I'm looking at it right now. i got space for, like, maybe five, six more records. That's it. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, really? well, because <laughs> I've been buying. I, I had from past collection, then I bought a lot of new ones, plus I bought a lot of the indie ones. So it, it's a mix. And so, like, wow, it's pretty built up really quick, right? So... <laughs> Yeah, man. Have you? Um, I'm trying to think. I've got that Portobello Express seven inch. Is it the CD rises inside? Is it that one? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is that one. Yeah, that is absolutely. It's really good on vinyl. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Fashion. And I know I love it. And like I said, I'm but, still. I'm, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. I was just gonna say their music is perfectly suited. Like, well, it, it's it's gorgeous on a CD actually because it's mixed really well. But it is perfectly suited for vinyl because it's got that kind of you know retro feel and it just feels like it's part of the experience is listening to to what they do on that format is really really good 100 so it's only a couple of tracks it just oh, it feels amazing it's a great little sound love it right on man well uh next up we have a brand new band band's called well new to us a band's called signals of bedlam and song's called phantom pain dig this Shallow breath. 
Right on, Signals of Bedlam with Phantom Pain. Uh, what a great tune. And you know what? First thing I, when I saw the, the song, well, the, the band, the band, name of the band, Signals of Bedlam, when I saw Bedlam, the first thing I thought of was Marshall, the Bedlam of, of Goliath. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, so yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like, but man, what a great tune this was. I mean, very like powerful not quite Mars Volta but that wasn't what we were looking at I just happened to be coincidence because of the name right but <clears throat> very very heavy very alternative and just because I could love the vocals at different ranges like it was just a great tune and, and almost uh, almost a, a great bridge song to be honest with you because we're almost at the end so like there, yeah. there you have it <laughs> yeah definitely well it's funny you mentioned the Mars Volta because I, I was just writing that it reminds me about the drive-in which is obviously yes oh of course well it's it's Omar uh, Omar uh, Vasquez and uh, and Cedric from at the drive-in spun off and did the Mars Volta but they exactly. also did that one other side band they had two albums Wiretaps Cards was the first one the second one I can't remember the name of but the band was called Sparta now that, yeah, you've told me about this before. I still haven't listened to that, and now I'm yeah. gonna have to. <laughs> well, um, yeah, no. Uh, if, if if you can't find them for sure, they're at least on YouTube. And uh, what uh, is it? I think it was Cedric. Cedric's the guitarist, but uh, from at the drive-in Mars Volta Sparta. But he did <clears throat> a band. <clears throat> I'm not sure they actually released an album, but they did a few songs. And the 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 the, uh, the band is called Bosnian Rainbows. Okay. So check them out too because it's pretty badass. And Cedric is just a, the most insane guitarist ever. Just because it's it's like he has ADD, but man, the chords work. You know, it's just yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. But he just and it's and it's funny because you know um, people don't people don't research a band whatever no big deal, but they are literally five. Mexicans from El Paso, Texas, that can just blow your socks off musically, man, and the intensity and the power, and holy fuck, man, that there's there's no show I can have the driving show in Mars Volta. Like it just did the power and intensity mm-hmm. just blows your mind. Like it's like yes, you're, you're so happy to be there, and, you just, and if you're not in the pit, you want to be in the pit so bad, you know. <laughs> I saw the Mars Volta years and years ago, like early two thousand. Same here, and at the drive-in, I saw it at the drive-in with Busta Rhymes, uh, Beastie Boys. And uh, oh, nice. And uh, well, there was there was was that it? I think that was the, I think that was the tool bill. Rage, sorry, Rage It's a Machine. That was before Rage broke up. Wow. So, um, nice. what happened was I got lucky because I was I had two tickets. I had tickets to see them at the Silver Dome in Michigan, and I had tickets to see them. I think it was in Chicago. So we we're just gonna go up for show and then come back the next day. And uh, good thing we did because uh, before the, the the Detroit show, Mike D from Beasties. Was riding his BMX back from from uh, practice, run into a dis- dislocated shoulder. Couldn't play drums. Oh shit! <laughs> so couldn't play drums. So they canceled the tour, or canceled a few shows, and then Rachel's machine broke up. I was like, well, thank God, something because what a badass show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so funny. I was fortunate, right? Um, so I'm very fortunate. Yeah, um, yeah. This remind. This is for me at the drive-in and King Crim- King. I can't say it, King Crimson. So it's kind of got that delicious good oh I never even thought about that vibe. yeah it's very proggy isn't it um, which I really like to say yeah this this is um, it's a nice twist isn't it when we go from all the punky grungy stuff to yeah. the proggy stuff and it fits so well it's like oh that's exciting well, um, yeah, it's right up my street we have yeah. another twist coming up with a band called Thea this one's called Blue Heart dig this
Italian leather boots, back pockets full of cash, call it self-care tax. They're not paid enough, we don't say it enough, they're not paid enough. I'm not a hero, I never claim to be, I just wanna go home, turn off the TV, turn off my phone, so you can't reach me. I guess the best way to put it, but I know we played Thea yeah. before, but man, what a great new tune. I was like, I heard this, I was like, yes, we're definitely playing Thea tonight. Like, what a great song. I love it. Yeah, that's a very, very cool tune. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's just one of those where the guitar tone is so good and the vocals are so good that together you're like, oh, this is good. This is, you know, this is banging. And then obviously that rhythm section is so tight and so strong right? that it just, yeah, it's, it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a proper, you know, you, there are certain bands that just everyone comes together and it's it's 
it just works and this is definitely one of them in it but yeah it's great it reminded me a bit of Royal Blood but that might be just because okay. that's the only band just... I've seen live for two years no, fair enough but still you know <laughs> but it did a little bit which is a, I think because it's really bassy that's the obviously Royal Blood is all bass but do you know what I mean it's there's a lot of um, there's more stuff coming through I think in where it's like you know, guitar rock music but with a real bassy sound um, that just makes you kind of but not like a you know low rumbly bass like a right. danceable bass if you know what I mean it's that kind of thing but yeah it's just it's got that kind of vibe which I really like I think that's really cool oh, right on um, but uh, just be working to our next song here um, I I was nice because I'm I was happy I knew you would pick it up but I'm glad Sapphire picked up too like when I said no saxophone and then I said, <laughs> the, 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 the says, slowly, but don't call me Shirley. I was like, and she had a lot of like, oh, I, nice, definitely she's seen the airplane too, right? So, <laughs> a hospital, what's yeah. that? It's a big place to help you, but that's not important right now. <laughs> yeah. So, our next storm up is a brand new King Star, Kingstorm song, Mr. Rombos, obviously. And uh, we, we are going to get to the brand new Heart and Bullets that Rocker Heart sent us yesterday, like last minute. But mm-hmm. we're going to play this one first. Uh, this one's called, well, the band's called Kingstorm. This one's called Moth to the Flame. Dig this.
right on Kingstorm Moth the Flame. <clears throat> and I'll be honest, like when I listened to it the first few times and listening to it again, I, 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 I'm not changing my mind, but I'll, 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 I, I can't believe the influence in there. Like, I'm pretty sure, and especially with the fade out and the, and the, the soul, it's like, man. Did it ever remind me of Huey Lewis and the news from their album Sports? Like a couple of songs, like holy crap! Like yes. Ron, man, like the, the gold, absolute gold, buddy. Like it's amazing. That's like, like I love the blues, bluesiness to it. But and hearing that, it's like man, that, that kind of reminds me of like uh, that the, the Huey Lewis, Huey Lewis and the news album the Sports. Because like I got to sorry many many times, and those backwards and forwards, right? Because like man, like yeah, yeah. wow. <clears throat> but a great tune, the rest, a great rocker uh, and, and a great blues influence. But man. Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, whether it was intentional or not, I, I did pick up a little bit of Hugh Lewis. And, and if you guys haven't heard Hugh Lewis news, the album Sports is probably the best album of, by, by them. They have like three or four albums. But anyway, point yeah, being is, man, that was absolute gold, man. Loved it. Yeah, that's a, that's a really class tune. The guitar, um, but the tone of the solo and the, well, the, the, um, you know, the licks it wasn't really like a solo solo but you know what I mean the, the, uh, the end of everything it, the guitar actually reminded me a little bit of Santana um, nice yeah good point yeah tonally, stuff like that. Uh, Ron's vocals were superb and I love, love the backing vocals he does his own backing vocals brilliantly on that tune and they're sort of just just pan left and right of centre and they're just at the right volume and they just add almost like a gospel effect um, to the vocal which is really cool but yeah it's, it's a brilliantly paced proper good kind of chilled out rock and roll type tune and I love that I think it's absolutely brilliant oh yeah and you know what it just it just, it just seems like any collaboration Ron does it just gold each time with his own stuff he's super talented though he's so talented oh yeah absolutely like <laughs> You know? <laughs> All right, man. Can someone be that talented? It's gutted, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Well, man, we have a few more songs to get to, and um, I did message Rocker Heart last night after he sent the email for the new song. So we will get time to get the new Heart and Bows. That'll be uh, up part one. So next up, we have brand new $8 rum. It's called Foolish Day. Dig this.
shoulder, sitting in my old crunchy car. My head down and under, I call for another day. Free spirit of a virgin, birds going on with the wind. I keep us all searching. The heart of sky. Run and featuring, I believe her name is Melanie. Can't remember her last name, but pretty sure that's her name. And a song called "Foolish Day." But what a great tune! Like <clears throat> a great kind of rock blues tune. And man, uh, Eight Dollars Rum has been singing like like songs like almost every week for the past like month. So it's been amazing. Like I love the tune. I can't wait to hear more. Yeah, that's a fantastic. I mean, Eight Dollar Rum again. Just everything today just seems to be. Banging. I mean, it just seems to be really, really good uh, and completely unstoppable. Again, the guitar tone is brilliant. The songwriting is brilliant. The vocal by, what did you just say, the person? Melanie. Melanie. Melanie is, yeah. is Melanie, whoever, is absolutely superb. We need to check who that is and not just call her Melanie, whoever, because that's awful. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, just, yeah, I mean, it blows you away, really, doesn't it? And he, he does. You know, there, there's so much in terms of um, style and everything else uh, that he touches. It's it's kind of insane, to be honest with you. But yeah, right. it's really, really, really cool concept um, of, of just the way the songs put together and everything just sounds amazing. Top quality, mate. Top quality. Well, man, we have two more songs. Uh, one that uh, we do have time for. We weren't sure, but uh, we know we do now. So, uh, oh, yeah. Have, so uh, next up, we have brand new Des McCalmont, and I'm like, like, what a great, great name for a song. It's called Note to Self. Note to Self, the girl knows too much. You know, the Simpsons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but man, this is a great tune. Another banger by Des McCalmont. So, here we go with Des McCalmont and Note to Self. Take this. down You're feeling sorry for yourself You 
say life is over More or less Like you've been left Upon a shelf If you could only Change your mind See the peace you'd show Just like it should Just like I hoped it would My days are long And I'm feeling strong
<laughs> right on. That was Dennis McCalmont and Note Self, his newest tune. And thank you, Dennis, for saying that along. Uh, another great tune. And man, was he not a great interviewer? What? That was so much fun. And again, uh, just another one with just the 45 minutes was not enough. Yeah, no, really. Yeah, he was, he was really great. Um, again, just like really easy going, kind of. Blowing. Oh, yeah. You just feel like, you know, just feel like I've known you for ages. Just chat to you about anything. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, that tune's class. I mean, I've been really impressed with you know, the, the recent stuff that he's done. It's got this real mix of styles, um, but it all sounds like him, which I think well, I always, whenever someone could do that, I always think it's quite an you know, impressive achievement, to be honest with you. Um, just to kind of, you know, that one's a bit more upbeat, and it's right. got like the sort of, um, uh, you know, piano key bit uh, that goes for it, and it's got the sort of percussion, and it just... It takes you somewhere and it feels like you're sort of traveling along with it and you're engrossed by the lyrics and stuff like that. And there are others that are just, you know, different different feel, different style, but it all comes together really nicely. It's a really nice piece of work. Right. And, you know, and the fact that we almost didn't get the interview because, like, Saturday's like, oh, what game is starting again? So I made out of time. The fact that we yeah. able to make it work was fucking great. So, <clears throat> yeah, great. Very appreciate that. So, without further ado, with the last song of part one tonight, we have Brand New Heart and Buzz. And, they, and I can't wait for this one. This one's called The Sacrifice. Dig this.
Right on. Hard and bow is a sacrifice. That last little bit uh, sounded like uh, um, our intro for uh, um, uh, uh, Rave in the Grave. But also, <laughs> also, also a little bit, a little bit, also a little bit of in there too. The, the, the guitar was amazing. The vocals were great. Like, what a great tune. When Rocker Heart sends me, he's like, "Oh, cool!" He's like, I just got it back like a day and a half ago, or like a half hour ago. He's like, oh, no way!" He's like, "We'll try it. Not guaranteed, but we're gonna try." It. But yeah, we were able to play it. What a great tune! Totally worth it. And it's it's been I've been a Ron Bo slash Rocker Heart night for part one, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is man. I mean, this is like a metal opera. It's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of Jewish piece influence, I'm sure, for sure. Yeah, that's the thing. It's got like that. It's it's a brilliant um, nod to like Judas Priest, Megadeth, um, Anthrax, all those kind of right. uh, you know early early kind of thrash bands. Um, but then it's also you know the the guitar tone isn't the same, but the way some of it's played and certainly on the scale is a bit like. Um, Oh fuck! What's it called? <laughs> um, oh, I can never remember the name of the album. Um, it's uh, Power Slave by Iron Maiden. Okay, yeah, that, um, yeah. It's got the it's got the sort of Power Slave vibe to it as well. But theirs is it's not thrash, right? But it's it's right. a similar sort of um, uh, cadence or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just it's really clever. <laughs> it's really fun, uh, and it's slightly um, it's it, you know it's kind of silly in a fun and brilliant way right. I love it um, I just think it's a, it's a very very cool team and it's like proper headbanger it's great right on man well that's going to do it for part one and again a big thank you to Sapphire B for joining for an interview that's a lot of fun and we were we are going to do a follow up for that as well so until part two let's say about 15-20 minutes roughly Good. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. So until then, we're like always. We're gonna let uh, Doctor Kier take us out. Take this. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrink eating that! Krigger out!